مال ابزوربشن مال ابزوربشن از كاركترايزد باي دايريا سياتورية ان ويد لوس دايريا سياتورية ان ويد لوس causes of malabsorption divided into intestinal causes of malabsorption pancreatic causes biliary causes and other causes intestinal causes of malabsorption including include celiac disease crohn's disease tropical sprue webel's disease gardiasis and brush porter enzyme deficiencies like lactase insufficiency pancreatic causes of malabsorption include chronic pancreatitis or cystic fibrosis or pancreatic cancer biliary causes of malabsorption include primary obstruction and biliary obstruction and primary biliary cirrhosis other causes of malabsorption include bacterial overgrowth like intestinal sclerosis or diverticuli or blind loop. We have also short bowel syndrome or lymphoma. Investigation for malabsorption syndrome include desilose test of investigation of malabsorption syndrome and 72-hour fecal fat collection. In malabsorption, we will find deficiency in folate and iron and vitamin K, E, D, A. So we'll have bleeding tendency and decrease in calcium and will predisposed to oxalate stone because decrease in calcium attached to oxalate so will predisposed to oxalate stone note that fat absorption by pancreatic enzyme pancreatic lipase and protease lipase will de- 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 divide fat into free fatty acid and glycerol and cholesterol and also proteins like trypsinogen or elastase or lactase note that the iron absorbed from duodenum folate absorbed from jejunum and vitamin b12 absorbed from ileum Celiac disease. Celiac disease is an autoimmune condition caused by sensitivity to the protein gluten. It is thought to affect around 1% of UK population. Actually, repeated exposure leads to villus atrophy, which in turn causes malabsorption. Conditions associated with celiac disease include dermatitis herpetiforms, which is vesicular perpetic skin eruption, and also celiac associated with autoimmune disorders like type 1 diabetes mellitus and autoimmune hepatitis. Celiac disease strongly associated with HALA DQ2 and HALA DQ8. HALA DQ2 is 95% and HALA DQ8 is 80%. Uh, actually, and when we take gluten, if patients have celiac disease, when eat gluten, gluten will cleavage on the gluten peptide and increase immunoglobulin E and from antipresenting cell and excrete and increase antibodies like antigliadine and anti-endomysial and anti-tissue, plasm- anti-tissue transglutaminase. Increase in immunoglobulin A will, in, uh, will activate innate immunity and cell-mediated immunity. Cell-mediated immunity, which is T-helper 0, which is, will activate B-lymphocyte, immunoglobulin A, G, and M. And T-helper 0 also will activate T-lymphocyte, which is cell-mediated immunity, will increase or activate cytokine, which is invade the villus, will cause villus atrophy. Signs and symptoms of celiac disease. Chronic or intermittent diarrhea. So diarrhea is a common sign and symptoms of celiac Chronic or intermittent diarrhea, also failure to th- thrive or faltering growth in children, persistence or unexplained gastrointestinal symptoms, including nausea and vomiting, will cause prolonged fatigue, tired all the time due to decreased vitamin D, recurrent abdominal pain, cramping or distension due to decreased calcium, sudden or unexpected weight loss, unexplained iron deficiency anemia or other unspecified anemia. Condition associated with celiac include autoimmune thyroid disease, dermatitis, dermatitis herpetiforms, irritable bowel syndrome, Taiwan diabetes mellitus, and all. Also, first degree relatives like per- parents or siblings or children have celiac disease. Complications of celiac disease include anemia, iron or folate, and vitamin B12 deficiency. But folate deficiency is more common than vitamin B12 deficiency in celiac. Also, hypospadianism is a complication of celiac recurrent, so it will cause recurrent infection. And annual vaccination is encouraged. Annual pneumococcal and influenza vaccine. Complications also include osteoporosis and osteomalacia due to decreased calcium, also lactose intolerance and enteropathy associated T-cell lymphoma of small intestine, lymphocytic infiltration and exam will come with persistent symptoms and attack after even treatment. 
complications also include subfertility unfavorable pregnancy outcome and rare esophageal cancer and other malignancies how to investigate celiac disease Diagnosed by combination of immunology and regional biopsy, villus atrophy and immunology normally reverse on a gluten-free diet. Nice guideline on investigation of celiac disease. If patients are already taking a gluten-free diet, they should be asked if possible to reintroduce gluten for at least six weeks prior to testing. Immunology and urinal biopsy. Immunology including tissue trans, transglutaminase antibodies, IgA, TTG, IgA are the first choice. Also, endomysial antibodies needed to look for selective IgA deficiency, which would give a false negative celiac result. Also, anti-gliadine antibody, immunoglobin A or IgG tests are not recommended by NICE. Anti-casein antibodies are also found in some patients. Urinal biopsy include villus atrophy or crypt hyperplasia or increased intra- Epithelial lymphocyte or lamina propria infiltration with lymphocyte. Rectal gluten challenge has been described but is not widely used. In BZ, not B, not Z. Selective IgA deficiency in gram barrier syndrome, so no immunoglobulin A. So when you get fresh frozen plasma containing immunoglobulin A, the body starts to attack it by immunoglobulin E and cause anaphylactic shock. Also from the investigation, we find these are used test increase the fat fecal excretion in malabsorption syndrome. Management of celiac disease. Management of celiac disease involves a gluten-free diet. Gluten-containing cereals include wheat, bread, pasta, pastry. Beer, barley, barley in beer. Actually, whiskey is made in use yes from malted barley, but proteins such as gluten are, however, removed during distillation process, making it safe to drink. So, beer contain gluten, but whiskey no. Uh, also, avoid rye and ray and oats. Some patients actually still exist appear to able to tolerate oats. Some notable foods which are gluten free include rice and potatoes and corn, which is maize corn. Tissue transglutaminase antibodies may be checked to check compliance with the gluten-free diet. Immunization patients with celiac disease often have a degree of functional hypospelinism. So for this reason, all patients with celiac with celiac offer the pneumococcal vaccine. You could recommend everyone with celiac is vaccinated against pneumococcal infection and has booster dose every five years. Current guidelines also suggest giving influenza vaccine for individual basis. Jejunal villus atrophy. While the celiac disease is a classic cause of jejunal villus atrophy, there are a number of other causes. So, causes of jejunal villus atrophy include number one, celiac disease; two, tropical sprue; three, hypogammaglobulinemia; four, gastrointestinal lymphoma; five, Weibel's disease; six, cow milk intolerance; seven, ACE inhibitor like olmesartan or drug-induced malabsorption like olmesartan, which is ACE inhibitor or ARPs. Tropical sprue. What is tropical sprue? Tropical sprue is embedded in nutritional absorption of some nutrient when traveling to tropical countries. So it will cause tropical sprue will cause malabsorption, irritable bowel disease, and bacteria. Treatment by trimethoprime or sulfasalazine or doxycycline for six months. Whipple's disease. Whipple's disease is a rare bacterial infection will cause joint affection and GIT affection also. Webel's disease. Webel's disease is a rare multi-system disorder caused by treponema webuli infection. It is more common in those who are HALA B27 positive and in middle-aged men. Features of Webel's disease include malabsorption, which is diarrhea, weight loss, fatigue, steatorrhea, and decreased vitamins K, E, D, and A. Features also include large joint arthralgia and lymphadenopathy and have skin manifestation like hyperpigmentation and photosensitivity. Also have pleurisy and pericarditis and neurological symptoms which is rare like of thermoplegia, dementia, seizure or ataxia or myoclonus myoclonus which is quick involuntary muscle jerk. Investigation of Weibel's disease include Duogenal biopsy shows deposition of a macrophage containing periodic acid chef pass granules. Management guidelines vary. 
oral co-trimoxazole for a year is thought to have lowest relapse rate and sometimes preceded, preceded by course of IV penicillin. So IV penicillin then one year of oral co-trimoxazole alternative amoxicillin or chloramphenicol. Lactose intolerance it decrease in lactase. So so when you eat sugar it gives high osmolarity drug uh, water for, so watery diarrhea. So it cannot cannot absorb glucose and galactose treatment remove dairy products lactose intolerance commonly seen following guardial guardian infection and may persist for many weeks if travel travel cause diarrhea if it's only 24 hours so it's Escherichia coli if diarrhea persists more than two weeks and abdominal pain and bloating so it's guardiasis a guardiasis may sometimes lead to lactose intolerance Small bowel bacterial overgrowth syndrome. Small bowel bacterial overgrowth syndrome is a disorder characterized by excessive amount of bacteria in the small bowel resulting in gastrointestinal symptoms, bacteria like E. coli or bacterioids. Risk factor of small bowel bacterial overgrowth include neonates with congenital gastrointestinal abnormalities or scleroderma or diabetes mellitus. It should be noted that many of features overlap with irritable bowel syndrome like chronic diarrhea, bloating or flatulence or abdominal pain. Diagnoses include hydrogen breast test, small bowel aspiration and culture. This is used less often as invasive and results are often difficult to reproduce. Clinicians may sometimes give a course of antibiotic as a diagnostic trial. Management of small bowel bacterial overgrowth include correction of underlying disorders and antibiotic therapy like rifaximin is now the treatment of a choice due to relatively low resistance. Also, coamoxiclav or metronidazole also effective in the majority of patients or may give ciprofloxacin. Inflammatory bowel disease. Key difference between Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. Let's begin with Crohn's. Features of Crohn's. Crohn's is diarrhea, usually non-bloody, and Crohn's is characterized by weight loss, which is more prominent than ulcerative and upper GI symptoms from mouth to ulcer, from mouth ulcers and perianal disease. Also, Crohn's has abdominal mass palpable in the right iliac fossa. Excellent standard manifestation in Crohn's disease. Goldstone are more common, secondary to reduced bile acid reabsorption and also oxalate renal stone. Complications of Crohn's including obstruction, fistula, colorectal cancer, and abscesses. Pathology of Crohn's disease may be, lesions may be seen anywhere from mouth to anus, and Crohn's disease characterized by skip lesion. Histology of Crohn's disease inflammation in all layers from mucosa to serosa, and it increases in goblet cells and granulomas. Endoscopy, uh, note that Crohn's is ASCA positive. Endoscopy for, for Crohn's will show deep ulcers, skip lesions, and cobblestone appearance. Radiology, radiology of Crohn's disease will find small by small bowel enema will find high sensitivity and specificity for examination of the terminal ilia. And small bowel enema will find structure, which is called contour strength sign, and proximal bowel dilatation, and rose thorn ulcers and fistulas. Treatment of Crohn's including number one steroids, two internal filling, three five alpha mesalazine, mesalazine or other cyoprim or tumor necrosis factor inhibitor, and uh, and mesotrexate and metronidazole for anal lesions. In ulcerative colitis, features of ulcerative colitis include bloody diarrhea, which is more common in abdominal pain, but in the left lower quadrant and tenesmus. Extra intestinal manifestation of ulcerative colitis include primary pilary, primary sclerosis, cholangitis, and complication of ulcerative colitis include risk of colorectal cancer, which is higher than Crohn's. So colorectal cancer is more common in ulcerative colitis than Crohn's. Pathology of ulcerative colitis will find inflammation always start at rectum and never spread beyond ileocecal valve. 
it's a continuous disease and the histology is no inflammation beyond submucosa unless fulminante disease so inflammatory cell infiltrate in the lamina propria we'll find also also in histology neutrophils migrate through the walls of gland to form a crypt abscesses and depletion of the goblet cell and mucin from gland epithelium and the granulomas are infrequent uh, ulcerative colitis uh, is P and K positive. And by endoscopy, we'll find widespread ulceration with preservation of the adjacent mucosa, which has the appearance of polyp, which is pseudo polyp. Radiology will do for barium enema. Barium enema will find loss of haustration and superficial ulceration, pseudo polyp, and long standing disease. Colon is narrow and short, which is called drain pipe colon. Ulcerative colitis smoking is oak. Stop smoking can cause relapsing, and treatment include. 5 alpha cell mesalazine and steroid and other cyprim and tumor necrosis factor alpha. Toxic megacolon will cause in ulcerative colitis more than Crohn's, but toxic megacolon and ulcerative colitis and in Crohn's disease and in pseudomembranous colitis, which is Clostridium difficile, or in dysenteric illness like E. coli or Shigella. Crohn's disease. Crohn's is ASCA positive. Crohn's disease is a form of inflammatory bowel disease. It commonly affects the terminal ileum and colon, but may, may be seen anywhere from mouth to anus. Pathology of Crohn's cause is unknown, but there is a strong genetic susceptibility. Inflammation actually occurs in all layers, down to, down to the serosa. That's why patients with Crohn's are prone to structure fistulae and adhesions. Crohn's disease typically present in late adolescence or early adulthood. Features include presentation may be non-specific symptoms such as weight and lethargy. Also have diarrhea. Diarrhea is the most prominent symptoms in adult. Crohn's colitis may be cause bloody diarrhea. We'll find abdominal pain. Abdominal pain is the most prominent symptoms in children, especially in the right fossa, the right iliac fossa and perianal disease. Perianal disease will find skin tags or ulcer. Extra intestinal features are more common in patients with colitis or perianal disease. We'll find also multiple anal abscesses. Investigation of Crohn's will find raised inflammatory markers, increased fecal calprotein and anemia, and low vitamin B12 and vitamin D. Extra intestinal features of inflammatory bowel disease are common. Extra in ulcerative colitis, we'll find related to the disease activity, we'll find arthritis, pussy arthritis, and asymmetric. We'll find erythema nodosum and episcleritis and osteoporosis. Unrelated to disease activity, we will find arthritis, which is polyarticular or symmetric, and uveitis and pyoderma gangrenosum and clubbing and primary sclerosing cholangitis. Investigation of Crohn's disease. Number one, in blood. In blood, we'll find C-reactive protein correlate with the disease activity. In the endoscope, we'll go for colonoscopic. Colonoscopy is the investigation of a choice in Crohn's disease. Features suggesting of Crohn's include deep ulcer and skip lesion, cobblestone appearance. Histology, will find inflammation in all layers from mucosa to submucosa and found goblet cells and granuloma because it's a granulomatous disease. By small bowel enema, it's high sensitivity and specificity for examination of the terminal ileum. Structure, we'll find contour string sign and proximal bowel dilatation and rose thorn ulcers and fistulae. Management of Crohn's disease. Number one, general points. Note that patients should be strongly advised to stop smoking and some studies suggest an increased risk of relapse secondary to non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs and oral combined oral contraceptive pills, but the evidence is patchy. To induce remission. Remission. Number one, glucocorticoid, which is oral. 
topical or intravenous are generally used to induce remission, butazonide is an alternative in a subgroup of patients. Number two, enteral feeding with an elementary diet may be used in addition to or instead of other measurements to induce remission, particularly if there is concern regarding side effect of steroids, for example, in young children. Then 5-ASA drugs or mesalazine are used second line to glucocorticoids but are not as effective as glucocorticoids. So number one, glucocorticoids, then mesalazine. Three, azathioprine or mercaptopurine may be used as an add-on medication to induce remission but is not used as monotherapy. Note that methotrexate is an alternative to azathioprine. Then Infliximab, infliximab, which is tumor necrosis factor inhibitory, it's use, useful in prefractory disease and fistulating Crohn's. Patients typically continue on azathioprine or mesotrexate. Then metronidazole, metronidazole is often used for isolated perianal disease. To maintain remission, as above, stop smoking is a priority. Remember, smoking makes Crohn's worse and but may help ulcerative crisis. So stop smoking then azathioprine or mercaptoprine is a first line to maintain remission. Methotrexate is used as a second line and the 5-alpha-salazine or mesalazine should be considered if a patient has previous surgery. Surgery around 80% of patients with Crohn's disease will eventually have surgery. For Crohn's is a strengthening terminal ileal disease and this often culminates in an ileocecal resection. Other procedures like resection or strictoplasty, but colonic involvement in patients with Crohn's is not common and where found distribution is often segmental. However, despite this distribution segmental, resection of, of the colon in patients with Crohn's disease are generally not advocated because the recurrence rate in, in the remaining colon is extremely high. As a result, the standard op options of colonic surgery in Crohn's are generally subtotal, subtotal colectomy, or pan-broctocolectomy and staged subtotal colectomy and broctectomy. Restoration procedure such as ileoanal pouch has no role. Crohn's disease is a nourishes for the development of intestinal fistulae. This may be formed between the rectum and the skin, perianal or the small bowel and the skin. Fistulation between loops and bowel may be also occur and result in bacterial overgrowth and malabsorption. Management of enterocutaneous fistulas involves controlling sepsis, optimizing nutrition, and managing of the disease, and planning definitive surgical management. What is the complication of Crohn's? Complication, we find that small bowel cancer standard incidence ratio equal 40, and colorectal cancer standard incidence ratio equal 2, but colorectal cancer is less common in ulcerative colitis, so it's more common in, uh, is, is more common in ulcerative, so it's less common in Crohn's. Note that assess the thiopurine means the TPMT activity before offering thiopurine or mercaptopurine. So, to induce remission, number one, glucocorticoids and enteral feeding, and two, azathioprine or mesalazine, uh, sorry, mesalazine, then azathioprine or mercaptopurine, then infliximab, then metronidazole for perianal to maintain remission stop smoking and azathioprine or mercaptopurine, then mesotrexate, then 5-mesalazine. Thanks. Ulcerative colitis. Ulcerative colitis is an inflammatory bowel disease. It's P anca positive and it involves mucosa and submucosa in the rectum and sigmoid colon. Inflammation always starts at the rectum, hence is the most common site for ulcerative colitis. Never spread beyond ileocecal valve and it's continuous. The peak incidence of ulcerative colitis is in people aged 15 to 25 years and in those aged 55 to 65 years. The initial presentation is usually following insidious and intermittent symptoms. Features include bloody diarrhea, 
urgency tenesmus or abdominal pain abdominal pain particularly in the left lower quadrant and extra intestinal features extra intestinal features more common in ulcerative like arthritis and episcleritis also we'll find erythema nodosum or osteoporosis or in related disease we'll find arthritis which is polyarticular and symmetric we'll find uveitis pyoderma gangrenosum or clubbing or primary pilary prim, primary sclerosing cholangitis but the most common in the related disease of ulcerative colitis is arthritis which is polyarticular and asymmetric and episcleritis pathology of ulcerative colitis include red raw mucosa and bleeds easily no inflammation beyond submucosa unless fulminant disease we find widespread ulceration with preservation of the adjacent adjacent mucosa which has the appearance of polyp pseudo polyp find inflammatory cell infiltrate in the lamina propria we'll find neutrophils migrate through the wall of glands to form a crypt abscesses and depletion of the goblet cells and mucin from gland epithelium and the granuloma are infrequent unlike the ulcerative Barium enema will find loss of haustrations and superficial ulcerations and pseudo polyp. Long standing disease of colon is narrow and short drain pipe colon. Investigation if severe ulcerative colitis, x ray and flexible sigmoidoscopy. X ray first line of a choice because abdominal radiograph is the most important to exclude toxic megacolon and flexible sigmoidoscopy is contraindicated in. Uh, in toxic megacolon but it uh, should be done in severe ulcerative colitis to exclude cytomegalovirus management of ulcerative colitis severity of ulcerative colitis is usually classified as being mild moderate severe mild less than four stools per day only a small amount of blood moderate from four to six stools per day varying amount of blood no systemic upset severe more than six blood stool per day plus features of systemic upset like pyrexia tachycardia anemia and raised inflammatory markers six plus six more than six blood lymphocytes blood stool and more than 30 esr and more than 90 hr heart rate and fever and anemia in the x-ray we'll find thumbprint signs toxic megacolon so colonoscopy is contraindicated if severe like more than eight times flare colectomy flare colectomy before toxic megacolon or colorectal carcinoma do colectomy toxic megacolon colonoscopy colonoscopy is contraindicated admission admission if toxic megacolon and give iv hydrocorticosteroids treatment of ulcerative colitis to induce remission if it's proctitis or proctosigmoiditis and the left-sided ulcerative colitis or extensive disease or severe colitis so proctitis which is in the rectum proctitis topical rectal aminosalicylate for distal colitis rectal mesalazine has been shown to be superior to rectal steroids and oral aminosalicylate so rectal mesalazine rectal aminosalicylate if remission not achieved within four weeks add oral aminosalicylate so rectal Mesalazine, rectal aminosalicylate, then oral aminosalicylate add on if remission is still not achieved add topical or oral corticosteroids if proctosigmoiditis and left-sided ulcerative colitis so topical rectal aminosalicylate if remission not achieved within four weeks high dose of oral aminosalicylate or switch to high dose oral aminosalicylate and topical corticosteroids if remission is still not achieved stop topical treatment and offer an oral aminosalicylate and an oral corticosteroids 
extensive disease topical rectal aminosalicylate and high dose of oral aminosalicylate. If remission is not achieved within four weeks, stop topical treatment and offer high dose of oral aminosalicylate and an oral corticosteroids. If severe colitis should be treated in hospital, intravenous steroids are usually given first line. Intravenous Cicillosuporine may be used if steroids are contraindicated. If after 72 hours there has been no improvement, consider adding IV cicillosuporine to intravenous corticosteroid or consider surgery. To maintain remission, to maintain remission following mild or moderate give pro if proctitis and proctosigmoiditis, so it's frictum and rectum and colon, topical rectal aminosalicylate alone daily or intermittent, or you can give oral aminosalicylate plus a topical rectal aminosalicylate or an oral aminosalicylate by itself. This is maybe not effective at the other two options, left-sided and extensive ulcerative colitis, low maintenance dose of an oral aminosalicylate. Following severe relapse, more than two or equal to exacerbation in the past year, so give oral azathioprine or oral mercaptopurine. Note that mesotrexate is not recommended for management of ulcerative colitis in contrast to Crohn's disease, and there is some evidence that probiotics may prevent relapse in patients with mild to moderate ulcerative colitis disease. Ulcerative colitis has a very common complication with colorectal cancer. Change in a bowel habit in ulcerative colitis should refer for urgent colonoscopy for fear of rectal cancer, overview of rectal cancer following the ulcerative colitis. Risk of colorectal cancer is significantly higher than that of general population, although studies widely varying rates. Increased risk is mainly related to chronic inflammation, worse prognosis in ulcerative colitis patients with the, uh, in, than patients without ulcerative, partially due to delayed diagnosis of ulcerative colitis patients. Lesion may be multifocal factors increasing risk of cancer in ulcerative colitis patients. Number one, disease duration more than 10 years or patients with pancolitis or onset before 15 years old or unremitting distress mean continuous or poor compliance to treatment. Colonoscopy surveillance is inflammatory bowel disease. Patients should be decided following risk stratification. Low risk, intermediate risk, higher risk. Lower risk, five-year follow-up colonoscopy if extensive colitis with no active endoscopic or histological inflammation or left-sided colitis or Crohn's colitis of less than 50% of colon. Intermediate risk, which is mean three-year colonoscopy if extensive colitis with mild active endoscopic or histological inflammation or post-inflammatory polyps or family history of colorectal cancer in a first-degree relative, age 50 or over. Higher risk, which is mean one-year follow-up colonoscopy if extensive colitis with moderate or severe active endoscopic or histological Inflammation or structure, structure, structure in the past five years or dysplasia in the past five years, declining surgery or primary sclerosis cholangitis or transplant for primary sclerosis cholangitis or family history of colorectal cancer in the first degree relatives aged less than 50 years. Aminosalicylate drugs. Aminosalicylate 5. Aminosalicylic acid 5A is, is released in the colon and is not absorbed. It acts locally as an anti-inflammatory. Mechanism of action is not fully understood, but 5A is A or 5. Aminosalicylic acid may inhibit prostaglandins. May inhibit prostaglandin synthesis. Sulfasalazine, mesalazine, ulsalazine. Sulfasalazine is a combination of combination of sulfapyridine, sulfonamides, and 5 aminosalicylic acid. So it's sulfa plus Aminosalicylic acid. Many side effects are due to sulfapyridine, myotir like crashes, oligospermia, headache, hence body anemia, and megaloblastic anemia, and lung fibrosis. Mesalazine. Mesalazine is a delayed form release of 
فايف الفا فايف امينو سيليك اسيد فايف اي اس اي سلفا بيريدين سايد افكت سين ان بيشنتس تيكينج سلفا سالازين ار افويدد بات مي سالازين ستيل هاويفر اسوشيتد ويز جي اي ابسيت جي اي ابسيت هيدك اجرانيولوسايتوزيس اند بانكرياتايتس اور انترستيشيال نفراتس نوت ذات بانكرياتايتس بانكرياتايتس از 7 تايمز مور كومن ان بيشنتس تيكينج مثالازين ذان سلفا سالازين اول سالازين از تو موليكيول اوف فايف Amino salicylic acid linked by a diazo bond, which is broken by colonic bacteria. Acute appendicitis. Acute appendicitis is the most common acute abdominal condition requiring surgery. It can occur at any age, but is most common in young people aged 10 to 20 years. Abdominal pain is seen in the vast majority of patients. Periambilical peri abdominal pain because it's a visceral stretching of appendix lumen and appendix is a mid-gut structure radiating to the right iliac fossa due to localized parietal peritoneal inflammation. The migration of the pain from center to the right iliac fossa has been shown to be one of the strongest indication of appendicitis, indicators of appendicitis. Patients often reported the pain being worse on coughing or going over speed bumps. Children typically cannot help on the right leg due to the pain. Other features include vomit. Vomit once or twice, but marked and persistent vomiting is unusual. Also diarrhea, but diarrhea is rare. However, pelvic appendicitis may cause localized rectal irritation of some loose stool. A pelvic abscess can, may also cause diarrhea. Mild pyrexia is common. Temperature is usually 37.5 to 38. Higher temperatures are more typical of, of conditions like mesenteric appendicitis. For anorexia, anorexia is very common in appendicitis because it's very unusual for patients with appendicitis to be hungry. Around 50% of patients have the typical symptoms of anorexia, periambilical pain, and nausea, followed by more localized right lower quadrant pain. Appendix are obstructed by fecalith in adult and lymphoid hyperplasia in children. Examination of acute appendicitis include generalized peritonitis if perforation has occurred or localized peritonism. Retrocecal appendicitis may have relatively fewer or few signs. Digital rectal examination may relieve boogie sensation if pelvic abscess is present or even right-sided tenderness with the pelvic appendix. Rovsigan sign palpitation in the light left iliac fossa cause pain in the right iliac fossa now thought to be limited value. Diagnosis. Typical raised inflammatory markers coupled with compatible history and examination finding should be enough to justify a appendectomy. Also, in diagnosis, we'll find neutrophil prominent leukocytosis seen in 80 to 90 percent. Urine analysis usually to exclude pregnancy in women and or renal colic or urinary tract infection. In patients with appendicitis, urine analysis may show mild leukocytosis but no nitrites. Ultrasound is useful in female where pelvic organ pathology is suspected. Although it is not always possible to visualize the appendix on ultrasound, the presence of free fluid always pathological in males should raise suspicious. CT scan are widely used in patients with suspected appendicitis in the US, but is in practice in the UK not currently reached due to concern regarding excessive ionizing, radiating, and resources limitation. Management of Acute appendicitis include appendectomy, which can be performed via either an open or laparoscopic approach. Laparoscopic appendectomy is now the treatment of choice. Then, administration of prophylactic IV antibiotic reduce wound infection rates. Patients with perforated appendicitis, typically around 15 to 20% of patients, they, they require copious abdominal lavage. Patients without peritonitis who have an appendix mass should receive broad spectrum antibiotic and consideration given to performing an interval. Appendectomy. Be worried in the 
in the elder patients who have either an underlying sickle malignancy or perforated sigmoid diverticular disease. Trials have looked at the use of IV antibiotics all alone in the treatment of appendicitis. Evidence currently suggests that while this disease is successful in the majority of patients, it is associated with a longer hospital stay, and up to 20% of patients go on to have an appendectomy within 12 months. Appendicitis in children diagnosed is difficult because central abdominal pain is literally due to the right iliac fossa, low-grade pyrexia, minimal vomiting. Children who are younger have rectocecal or pelvic appendicitis more likely to present in typical way. Note that appendicitis is uncommon in children, in children less than 4 years, but in this age group, appendicitis it will come with perforation. Diverticulosis We have pouch and pseudopouch. Pouch means all layers like mucus, diverticulum, and appendix. But so to pouch to pouch only mucosa and submucosa like diverticulosis. Diverticulosis is an extremely common disorder characterized by multiple outpouching of the bowel wall, most commonly in the sigmoid colon. Strictly speaking, the term diverticular disease is reserved for patients who are symptomatic. Diverticulosis is the more accurate term of diverticular being present. Risk factors of diverticulosis include increasing age and low fiber diet. Diverticulosis can present in a number of ways. Painful diverticular disease, altered bowel habit, colicky left-sided abdominal pain, high fiber diet is usually recommended to minimize symptoms, and diverticulitis. Diverticulitis, one of the diverticular become infected, the classical presentation is left iliac fossa pain and tenderness, anorexia, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, features of infection which is mean pyrexia, raised white disease, and CRP, investigation of diverticulitis, CT, not perium, nor endoscopy. Management, mild attack can be treated with oral antibiotic, but more significant episodes are managed, managed in, in hospitals. Patients are made nail by mouth, IV fluids, and intravenous antibiotics. Typically, cephalosporin and metronidazole are given, cephalosporin and metronidazole. Complications of diverticulitis include abscess formation, peritonitis, obstruction, perforation, and bacterial growth. Rapture diverticulum, sudden onset of left lower abdominal pain, and generalized abdominal pain, garden rigidity, and fever and tachycardia, which is mean perforated diverticulitis. Clostridium difficile. Clostridium difficile is a gram positive rod often encountered in hospital practice ICU in ICU. This produces an extoxin which causes intestinal damage leading to syndrome called pseudomembranous colitis. Clostridium difficile develops when the normal gut flora are suppressed by broad spectrum antibiotic like clindamycin. Clindamycin is historically associated with causing clostridium difficile but the etiology has evolved significantly over the past 10 years. Second and third generation cephalosporins are now the leading cause of clostridium difficile. So CCP Clostridium difficile, CCP, clindamycin, cephalosporin or cipro, and PPI, proton pump inhibitor. Other, other than antibiotic risk factors include proton pump inhibitors. Features of clostridium difficile include diarrhea, severe because it's contagious, and abdominal pain, and raised white disease, white cell count is characteristic, fever. If severe toxic megacolon may develop, diagnose made by detecting clostridium difficile toxin in the stool, CDT in the stool. Clostridium difficile antigen positively only shows exposure to the bacteria rather than current infection while plague adhered to GI mucosa management first line treatment oral metronidazole for 10 to 14 days if severe or not responding to metronidazole then oral vancomycin may also be can also be used 
Vidaxomycin may also be used for patients who are not responding particularly well with multiple comorbidities. For life-threatening infections, a combination of oral vancomycin and IV metronidazole should be used. Other therapies like bezlutuximab is a monoclonal antibody which targets Clostridium difficile toxin B, but it's not widespread used. We can classify Clostridium difficile by mild, moderate, severe, and life-threatening. Mild, normal, white, white cell count, moderate, increased white cell count, less than 15 and 3 to 5 flows stool per day. Severe increased white disease more than 15 and create more than 50% from baseline and temperature 38.5 and severe colitis abdominal radiographic. Life threatening will hypotension, partial or complete ileus and toxic megacolon and CT evidence will show severe disease. Irritable bowel syndrome, it's an idiopathic disease. The diagnosis of irritable bowel syndrome should be considered if the patient has had the following for at least six months. So if had abdominal pain or and bloating or and change in the bowel habit, alternating diarrhea and constipation for at least six months. Most of diagnosis of IBS should be made if the patient has abdominal pain relieved by defecation or associated with altered bowel frequency stool from form stool form in addition to two of the following four symptoms two of the four if altered stool passage straining or urgency or incomplete evacuation or have abdominal bloating which is more common in women than men or distension or tension or hardness or symptoms made worse by eating or passage of mucus Features such as lethargy, nausea, backache, bladder symptoms may also support the diagnosis. Red flag features should be inquired about. Number one, rectal bleeding. Two, unexplained or unintentional weight loss. Three, family history of bowel or ovarian cancer. Four, onset after 60 years of age. Five, nocturnal diarrhea. Six, new changes of bowel habit towards diarrhea. Suggested primary care investigation are for blood count, ESR or CRP, celiac disease, screen tissue transglutaminase, antibodies. Diagnosis by exclusion. How to manage IBS? First line pharmacological treatment according to predominant symptoms. So if pain, give antispasmodic agents. If constipation, give laxative, but avoid lactulose. If diarrhea, give lopiramide. Lopiramide is a first line. It's a muscarinic agonist. For patients with constipation who are not responding to laxative, give linaclutide. Linaclutide increases cycle GMB may be considered if optimum or maximum tolerated dose of previous laxative for, from different classes have not helped and they have had constipation for at least 12 months. So never give linaclutide except you tried the maximum tolerated dose of previous laxative from different classes and it's not help and they have constipation for more than at least at least 12 months. Second line of treatment, low-dose tricyclic antidepressant, which is very important, low-dose tricyclic antidepressant like amitriptyline 5 to 10 milligram Liberex or Salibride are used in preference to selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. So low-dose tricyclic antidepressant is more preferable than serotonin reuptake inhibitors. There are other management options like psychological intervention if symptom if symptoms does not respond to pharmacological treatment after twelve months and would and who will develop a continuing symptom profile refractory which is called refractory IBS. Consider referring to cognitive behavior therapy, hypotherapy, hypnotherapy, or psychological therapy. But complementary and alternative medicine do not encourage use acupuncture or reflexology for treatment of IBS. And they have general advice dietary advice like should have regular meals and take time to eat. Also, avoid missing meals or leaving long gaps between eating. Drink at least 8 cups of fluid per day, especially water or other non-caffeinated non drinks such as herbal teas. Restrict tea and coffee 3 cups per day. 
reduce intake of alcohol and fizzy drinks consider limiting intake of high fiber food for example whole meal or high fiber flour and bread cereal high in brain and whole grain such as brown rice also reduce intake of resistant starch often found in processed food or limit fresh fruit to three portions per day or for diarrhea avoid sorbitol for wind and bloating consider increasing intake of oat for example oat based breakfast cereal or porridge and lean seeds up to one tablespoon per day Constipation. What is the etiology of constipation? Most common cause is general lack of dietary fiber and decreased fluid intake. Then maybe also con the etiology of constipation include calcium channel blocker or oral filler sulfate or hypothyroidism or opiate analgesics or medications with anticholinergic like tricyclic antidepressant. Treatment of constipation. Stop medications that cause constipation, increase dietary fibers, adequate fluid intake and exercise and balanced diet like whole grain or vegetable or fruits and increase fiber diet will see in few day, will see in the effect of after a few days maybe till four weeks also fruits fruits contain sorbitol constipation causes like it's number one is chronic idiopathic constipation number two pregnancy number three lack motility and number four tumors and then drugs like calcium channel blocker or ferrous sulfate or hypothyroidism or opiate analgesics or medications with anticholinergic like tricyclic antidepressant laxatives Laxative commonly prescribed medicine in clinical practice. Remember that they are classified into osmotic laxative, stimulant laxative, bulk forming, and fecal softeners. Let's begin with osmotic laxative. Osmotic laxative examples include lactulose or macrogols and rectal phosphatase. Lactulose ammonia, the ammonia and secreted in a stool, so lactulose good for hepatic patients. Also, magnesium salt are considered osmotic laxative. Stimulant laxative example include senna, docucetate, bisacudyl, and glycerol. It works directly on Orbach's plexus. Codanthermal should only be prescribed to palliative patients due to carcinogenic potential. Also have poor bulk forming laxative. Bulk forming laxative example include isbagiola husk and dimethylcellulose and sales and CMC or fecal softener. Fecal, fecal softener include alkyls oil, enema or glycerin. It's not commonly prescribed. Sometimes constipation causes melanosis, colitis, or pigmented colon. It causes because pigmented laden macrophage and laxative abuse. So it's laxative abuse will cause melanosis, coli, which is pigmented colon. Bariatric, bariatric surgery. Nice guidelines of bariatric surgery for adult for adults. Consider surgery for people with severe obesity if they have body mass index of forty or more, or between thirty five to forty, and other significant disease like type type two diabetes mellitus or hypertension that could be improved if they lose weight. Number two, all appropriate non surgical measures have failed to achieve or to maintain adequate clinically beneficial weight loss for at least six months. Three, they are receiving or will receive intensive specialist management. Number four, they are generally fit for anesthesia and surgery. Number five, they commit to the need for long-term follow-up. Consider surgery as a first-line option for adults with a body mass index of more than 50 kg per meter square in whom surgical intervention is considered appropriate. Consider early start before surgery if the waiting time is long. Types of bariatric surgery, primarily restrictive, primarily malabsorptive, or mixed, primarily restrictive, laparoscopic, adjustable, gastric banding, gastric banding, so LAGB, LAGB, or sleeve gastrectomy, 
primarily malabsorptive classic bilobankreatic diversion has now largely been replaced by bilobankreatic diversion with duodenal switch. Its portion of the stomach are removed, the small pouch remain connected directly to the final segment of the small intestine, and the common channel remains which is bile and pancreatic duct. Mixed, which is raw and Y gastric bypass surgery. Which operation to choose? LAGP, which is laparoscopic adjustable gastric banding, less weight loss than malabsorptive or mixed procedure, but it has a fewer side effects or fewer complications. It is normally the first line intervention in patients with body mass index from 30 to 40. Patient, if the patients have body mass index more than 40, may be considered for gastric bypass or sleeve bypass gastric bypass or sleeve gastrectomy the later which is sleeve gastrectomy may be done as a sole procedure or as initial procedure prior to bypass primarily malabsorption procedure are usually received for very obese patients like body mass index more than 60. volvulus we have sigmoid volvulus and cecum volvulus uh, sigmoid volvulus treatment by air decompression by colonoscopy and uh, an x-ray appear like coffee bean and horse shoe while cecum volvulus is the most dangerous and treatment by surgery melanosis coli melanosis coli is a disorder of pigmentation of the bowel wall histology demonstrate pigment laden macrovage it is associated with laxative abuse and especially anthraquinone compounds such as senna melanosis coli is a disorder of pigmentation of the bowel wall Histology demonstrate pigment melanin macrophages associated with laxative abuse, especially anthraquinone compounds such as senna.